You're listening to New England Public Media News. I'm Adam Frenier, and this is the shortlist NEPM's Week in Review. Joining us today on the line, Ron Chamellis, reporter and columnist with the Springfield Republican newspaper, and Chris Collins, contributing editor with Franklin County Now. Ron, Chris, thanks for being with us today. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. This week, a senior citizens group renewed calls for Springfield Police Commissioner Cheryl Claprew to be removed from her job. The Massachusetts Senior Action Council says Claprew dismissed their concerns and experiences with racism in the police department. Tony Bass is with the group's Springfield chapter. Without even acknowledging that there's a problem, you'll never find a solution to it. So the community is saying we need someone else in that leadership position. Springfield Mayor Dominic Sarno says he has no plans to fire Claproot. The commissioner has more recently acknowledged systemic racism in the criminal justice system, but also says she stands behind her officers. So, Ron, is it time for Claproot to go? No, I wouldn't fire her. First, Dominic Sarno says he's working uh, with uh, Claproot on sensitivity issues. (laughs) I wasn't aware that the mayor of Springfield was known as the Dr. Phil when it came to sensitivity in government. But I wouldn't fire her. But, she, but she's on the wrong side of this. If so many people feel there's a problem, there's a problem, whether she sees it that way or not. Uh, but I don't think you solve a communication problem by the first time when you have a disagreement saying you're out. I think she has to start listening, and I think they have to let her, and I think she should be given the chance. If, if she continues to insist that there's no problem, she's blind to the fact that many people are bothered by this, and then you have to look at a different type of action. The city council recently won a legal decision which would force Sarno to bring back a five-member police commission to run the department instead of just Claproot. The mayor is appealing this decision. Chris, given what's been going on in court, is Sarno supportive Claproot about backing her or trying to look out for his own power as well? I think it's a little bit of both. I think when you look at Claproot's situation, there's two issues here. One is exactly what Ron said. The public feels that there's a problem, and that's a problem for the department. But think about it, put it yourself in her shoes for a second. If she comes in and, and agrees and says, yeah, we've got racists in our department, what does that do for her ability to, to maintain her position? So she's in a no-win situation as it is. There needs to be more public involvement, obviously, and that's the case, I think, in every department. Whether or not it needs to be a commission or not, that's above my pay grade, but you know, we'll see what happens. I, I think that the mayor, though, did the right thing by backing his police chief in this particular case. Can I say one quick thing about this? Cheryl Clapper has always been much more comfortable with police work than with public relations. Uh, That's obvious every time she speaks on these. She has to work a little bit harder, I think, on relating to people uh, more or less on their terms. But that doesn't mean I think she should be fired. I think that that's true for every police chief I've ever encountered in my career. They're much more focused on doing the work than they are about the public aspect of it. And that, I think, is something that's got to change if any of these reforms are going to happen. We move along to a question of residency for one Massachusetts state senator. Adam Hines has a sprawling district that touches all four western counties of the state. But according to the Berkshire Eagle, he and his wife recently purchased a new $700,000 home in Amherst outside of his district. Hines says he still plans to live primarily in Pittsfield, and his new home is closer to his wife's job and to the statehouse. Hines represents a good chunk of western Franklin County, Chris, what message does this move send to the residents of his district? I don't think you're ever going to see him in Berkshire County much again if, if this is allowed to happen. And I like Adam Hines. I think he's an able legislator. But, you know, and, and I understand that it's, it's inconvenient, and that's geographically the largest Senate district in the Commonwealth. 
but you were elected to represent people and you can't do that if you're living in Amherst. Uh, I, I think that I'll be surprised if he runs for reelection again. I think maybe this maybe no, I don't think he's going to get challenged necessarily on the residency. I don't think he's going to run again though. Ron, the current state law says a Senator only has to live in the area they represent at the time they are elected. Pretty vague. Is legislative residency something that needs to be looked at? Well, I wouldn't mind if it were looked at, but even if it is kept the way it is, he's, he's clearly saying, I know what you're thinking and I don't care. That's not a good thing. Uh, whether it's legal to do that or not is one issue. But what he's basically saying, he's going to do what he wants, uh, regardless of the fact that he knows most of the district or much of it is not going to be happy with this. That's not a good way to represent your citizens. Here's another story centered in Berkshire County. The district attorney there, Andrea Harrington, tried to have a district court judge removed. The Berkshire Eagle reports the DA claimed Judge Jennifer Tyne posed a significant threat to public safety by making, quote, dangerous rulings. The complaint appears centered around Judge Tyne refusing to revoke a defendant's bail, but the chief judge summarily dismissed Harrington's complaint. Ron, a top public defender in the state, says this move could be seen as a threat to other judges. What do you think? Well, I'm reluctant to get too deep into this because I'm not up there, and and this is the first I heard about it. So for me to pass judgment, I think, would be very presumptuous. But I do know this. This is a very slippery precedent to get involved with. When a prosecutor says, I don't like the way this judge handles these things, get rid of the judge. Uh, What I've read is that this judge has had good marks from most people up until now. This has not been an ongoing controversy, so I'm skeptical of the need to replace a judge just because a prosecutor is uncomfortable. Chris, judges in Massachusetts are not elected, but DAs are. How much of this is about politics? Well, I think there's definitely politics at play, but it's a bizarre story. I mean, you you never see a prosecutor because, you know, this prosecutor is going to have to be in front of that judge again. I don't see this going anywhere other than fueling the fire of the people that think that judges should be elected in Massachusetts, and that's not going to help anybody. Uh, I'll be curious to see how this plays out and if, It'll also tell you how heavy a bat that prosecutor swings with the bench in terms of Boston. If they remove a judge based on a prosecutor's recommendation, I agree with Ron, that sets a dangerous precedent. And we wrap up this week with a look towards summer. COVID-19 restrictions have mostly been lifted in Massachusetts and Connecticut. Positivity rates are continuing to fall. And as we saw on Memorial Day, people are eager to travel again. So, Chris, are you planning a summer getaway? If I can get my wife to leave the house, yeah, maybe. Uh, and, And the thing is, you know, it's we laugh about that, but there are there are a lot of people I think that are still very, very, very nervous about the possibility of it spiking back up again. And then there are others that are you know, have been cooped up for so long they're just hitting the road. Personally speaking, um, I don't see us going on any major trips, but uh, you know what? It, 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 there's a lot of time to consider that. Ron, a last word. My last word, if I had someplace I really wanted to go, I'd be out on the road now. But I'm not going to go somewhere just because we can. But I am happy that we can. I'm happy for the tourist industry. We need it to bounce back. At some point, we'll all be back on the road. All right, Ron Chamellis with the Springfield Republican and Chris Collins with Franklin County Now. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Adam. Thank you. And thank you for listening to The Shortlist, NEPM's Week in Review. You can catch us at any time, wherever you get your podcasts, or at nepm.org slash podcast hub. I'm Adam Frenier, and this is New England Public Media.